We're very lively tonight, aren't I we? I know. I'm, I'm a little bit distracted. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that TV's getting turned off soon, Tom. Uh, no! Step up your game, mate. Okay, all right. Um, so, so it's Tom, Liam and Brad. Yep, that's the three of us. Um, Adrian is busy tonight, um, so we'll have one of those really good episodes without him. It's, uh, <laughs> we should bring him to a Swannies game. You should. You should come to a Swannies game. I went game. to a Swannies game. I, it, was, it, was, it was a terrible game. I remember, remember ah, okay. who, who I was with saying it was an awful game. Do you remember who, what the, who, who was oh, against? Oh, God. Well, going back two years now, and it was raining, and, oh, yeah, and Swans got like, beaten by about 60 points or something. Oh, jeez. Maybe yeah. Hawthorne. Yeah. We're playing a lot better now. So. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we did, we did all right two years ago. Anyway, um, it was a shame there was no grand final that year. Mm. Um, yeah. Just a Barry White concert. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, Tom Jones. Tom Jones concert. Yeah, close enough. Yeah. Tom Jones, Ed Sheeran. Yeah, great Tom Jones, Ed Sheeran concert. Anyway, that's enough about footy. <laughs> Sessionable. Okay, welcome to Sessionable. Um, we've got the just the three of us tonight. Um, so it's the week after Gabs, and we've all finally recovered. Mostly, have we? Have we? I think <laughs> I recovered three days ago. I'm yeah, feeling pretty. I think good. I recovered. I, I agree. I, I recovered a few days ago, and I've I've done my best to halt that recovery. I was doing all right until last night. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah last yeah. night was a good night. Yeah, yeah. It's just testing how good your bounce back mm-hmm. is. I think so. Yeah, yeah. How'd um, you bounce back? Not very well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but before we get to the Gabs talk, we should probably talk about the beer we've got in front of us, which is not a Gabs beer. It was at Gabs Melbourne, I believe. Yes. Um, I wasn't at Gabs Melbourne, but it's um it's a new. Uh, it's the XBA. Ugh. Uh, yeah. hate that style as a, as a name it's almost as bad as Cascadian Dark Ale get used to it it's here to stay I know yeah. um, I like Cascadian Dark Ale it sounds intriguing XPA is just like but, but, yeah. Well, yeah it's a whole other yep yeah. um, there's another podcast what are we drinking uh, we're drinking Bolter XPA mm. um, so Bolter are a pretty new brewery I think they're just off the Gold Coast um, is where they're based and it's a brewery it's uh Open to quite a bit of fanfare because it's uh, partly owned by Mick Fanning, um, the famous Aussie surfer, and a bunch of his other surfing mates. Yeah, there's like three or four of them, I think. Yeah, I think, yeah, um, yeah, there's a bunch of them, and they all basically got together and um, built a brewery. And uh, I think they got the former assistant brewer from Stone and Wood. Um, Um, What's his name? Scott? Yeah, I think Scott. Uh, And uh, yeah, so I, I actually quite like this. It's really smashable. Yep, it's light and summery and yeah, yeah. It's a, it's. I mean, it's a solid. Pale ale. I think it's. We've got it on tap at the Albert at the moment. I think it's better on tap. Um, we're drinking it from the can at the moment. Um, it's not super hoppy, but I don't think it's meant to be super. No, hoppy. it's not meant to be. It it's meant to be have a lot of hops at all. Um, it's quite. It's actually quite it's cloudy. Special. Yeah. Um, yeah. and it's but it's quite crisp and clean. It's got a good hop character, but not too much. Yeah. Yeah. Does anyone know what Bolter means? Is there what's? There's got to be something behind it. Is it a place? I have no idea. I don't know. I'm generally asking. It's a good word. Like it's, a, it's actually a really nice. I really like their branding. Really, I was going to say it's really minimalistic and almost. I think it's, it's got the sort smiley of no, face no frills. Is really. really weird. I like the smiley face. I like. I like the coloring. I like, like. I think without yeah. the smiley face, this would be a really boring can. But the it, smiley face just gives it a little bit of personality. Without like, the smiley face, it looks like a soft drink can from IKEA. Yeah. But in a good way, like it's very clean. It is very um, clean. Their their bar designer Gabs was also like yeah. along the same as those, very white and very clean. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, sick. Although they've got so uh, we got a bunch of their coasters at the Albert at the moment, and they're all just like white coasters. White coasters are a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. Like, like they can only be used once. Yeah, yeah pretty there's much. No reason to be in white coasters. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, um, this is 
Uh, I mean, for us, it was a, Gabs was the first time. Yeah, yeah. Or Gabs Melbourne was the first time. But they will. I got to mm-hmm. see it, and the, the guys were there. You know, Mick Fanning was there. I think these guys are going to be a, and... a bit of a force um, yeah. coming up because they are they cashed up. They're making good beer. Like they got a pretty good team behind them as yeah. well. Um, Their sales yeah. dude uh, Tim Fishwick is yeah. a, is a is a champ. Yeah, a, he's been around forever. Ex Lion, ex Rocks. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they have got a good team. Um, yeah, smick, smick packaging. I'd yeah, yeah. Hope it, it, my only thing is, I mean, it's kind of like the same thing with um, six strings when they open. Everyone's like, oh, they've got one good beer, and everything else is really sessionable and really light. Yeah, but um, you know, it's definitely it's probably their market. But I would like to see. A bit Something more, with yeah. a bit, bit of balls coming out, but um, um yeah, that's but great I, beer. I really like it. Yeah, I, can, yeah. I, I think the, sort of the branding will lend itself well to sort of big distribution deals with you know some of the big chains and stuff. So I, I expect to see it. In, I think they're going for kind of that stone and wood lane. It does right? have that beach vibe? Yeah, yeah. Um, which there's nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. Um, yeah. So that's that's a little bit about Bolter. Um, oh, and they got Aussie running the bar there. They as do. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a champ. Yeah. yeah, really cool dude. I saw, yeah, I was going to see Aussie at Gabs yeah. the other day. Yeah. Bring it back to Gabs. Yeah. So he's very on brand then. Yeah, he is. He's he's like um, peak surfer dude, you know. <laughs> well, they pinched him from the farm from yeah, the River Ducks, so yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that. So what, um, do we, what do you make of Gabs this year, guys? Well, so... It's too long. Yeah, well, you went to all... <laughs> you did all fucking eight sessions, right? Yeah. Yeah, fuck, I couldn't do that. I did yeah. one session and I was done. Yeah, you like, did one session. I, I drank one session of Gabs. Gab Sydney, one he, session. I he, worked one session. He did put a lot into one session. Though. I did. I, yeah. I, I mean, I, I crammed it. <laughs> it was uh, it was a big session, but yeah, one session. So you, oh. so you were the only one who went to Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Melbourne I, was good. It's a very different layout this year. Yeah, two so floors, right? Up, upstairs. Yeah, yeah. Um, had all the food upstairs. So had the the wings the wing which in which the food was was all stands as well so yeah, okay. nice. definitely a lot more a lot more stands a lot more stands this yeah, year yeah I, I like that they're pushing um, that cool my biggest gripe i got to say for gabs this year is the plastic glass uh, it was yeah. very cheeky mm-hmm. but in saying that i saw so many people drop them that would have smashed it and they yeah. just bounced it and picked it back yep. up so i kind of get it but you like kind of understand it if you Trying to be a world class premiere event and you give people plastic glasses i don't know i i can see both sides of the coin on that one yeah. but I thought yeah. it was cheeky where they made the, the glass look exactly the same, so you didn't actually no, figure it out yeah. as a plastic glass. So you held it. Yeah. Well, for yeah. that reason, it didn't really upset me that much. I thought it was a good plastic glass, as far as plastic glasses go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's better than the little mugs at like Frankie's or something. Yeah. Um, I agree. I think. I think as plastic glasses go, it's it's definitely a pretty good one. Yeah. It's still, oh, come it's on, man! Plastic. You're paying thirty bucks for the right to walk in the door. You can get a fucking glass. I guess. Yeah, that was, but, that's my one gripe. Yeah, yeah. That's my one gripe out of the whole thing. Other than that, I thought the whole thing was, re- and always it always is, but it was really well run, and they've improved it year on year. And and they I, do I think that that definitely constantly. this year they've, there's been a big jump in improvement. The stuff yeah. like the Sours Bar, the Festival Ciders Bars, yeah, um, which are both really well done. Apparently, there was really cool people doing tours around the the, the festival. Apparently, there were really cool people behind that. the Sour Bar as well. I heard that. Yeah, they were very giving, yeah, yeah. very giving. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, no, it was it was a. I thought the the event um, was really good. How was um so Melbourne compared to previous years? It was it felt a bit different, but it was still Gabs, right? Like, how was the um? Did you go on the the Yenda um, wheel of no, vomit? No, I or? didn't. I didn't, and no one vomited. No, what? We'll, like, because like the stand. Did you all have bets on like? Yeah, the, well, our stand yeah, yeah. was like like in direct eyeline of it, and we were putting down bets, and no one vomited. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. First for everything. The yeah, scariest yeah. thing was the carnies putting the thing together. Yeah, yeah. But, um, 
Um, but yeah. But apparently they raise a lot of money for... Um, I did see the uh, figure and I can't remember yeah. off the top of my head, but it was a shitload of money. So Which is awesome. Really good uh, thing. For um, uh, M&D, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I saw a bit of um, feedback on social media that some of the queues were quite extensive down in Melbourne this year. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. A couple of the sold out sessions, they released a couple of extra hundred tickets for the door. Did they? Stuff like that. But mm-hmm. Melbourne, like, the... the Cues are all at the containers, yeah. the keg containers, whatever they want to call it. Yeah, it's um, keg star keg containers yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, I think the really good thing is I think we talked about it last year post Gabs was how Melbourne has a big focus on the keg containers and Sydney had a more focus on the st- on the brewer stands and that yeah. was way more evident this year. Okay. okay. After half an hour in each session in Sydney, there was no line at, at the keg yeah. containers. So I um, uh, this is my first Gab Sydney because um, I was away last year. Yeah. Uh, again, I I worked one session. I was I was working behind the Sauber, which was awesome. Um, Sauber was really cool. I think Sydney's got a better vibe, man. I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was great. I really did. I what I loved about it, and I've been saying this uh, since the event, nonstop probably, pretty much. <laughs> you know, you know I mean? um, it felt like Gabs. Like I've been to a lot of Gabs. Yes. Yep. It felt like Gabs, but it still felt different like yeah. it still felt like sydney gaps it wasn't it didn't it wasn't identical to melbourne i think this feels exactly like a conversation we had about 12 months it ago does. but like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, and i'm probably listening to that conversation yeah. probably like no but i totally agree i totally agree with you um yeah. i think yeah it is sydney's a bit smaller um my it's a bit disappointing where some people don't want to invest the time into sydney like guys like garage project i think it's I know, it's, I, yeah. it's a bit of a i, I, think I don't it, get it I, like i don't see why you spend all that money and build a stand and do it for for one just city. once well, yeah exactly like you might uh, as yeah. you, you should because there's a like sydney's more of a growing market right yeah like you there's more space there i think um, having said that it seemed pretty full in terms of the number of stands that were there at sydney this year they i think could, they still could have put more in like think? there was actually a lot of empty space they just did a good job of Hiding empty space. Well, there were there were, I think there was some criticism which I didn't personally have about the layout for for Sydney last year. So they had tweaked a lot of stuff, but they brought the stands forward and put all the right. seating behind the stands, which okay. was yeah. I think it was opposite last time. Right. So I think there was some feedback last year, and I didn't work in Sydney or Melbourne last year, so I went to I didn't even go to Melbourne last year. I went to, to Sydney, but as a punter, like it felt really good. But apparently there was some feedback last year from some of the brewers stands saying that they were a bit out of the action. So they yeah, sort yeah. of swapped the tables and the yeah, stands I think around. It worked, it worked quite well. Yeah. I thought it was a good, good yeah. layout. Um, I really liked it. You're right. They could have, they could have put more in. Yeah. But... I think that there's room, but it didn't feel like it was, there was empty. Like there was, nah, it felt it was, full, yeah. but I think that there's still a bit of space. I yeah. think they could have done it. They just, they didn't, but that, that, you know, they don't need to, yeah. you don't need to fill all space if you don't, yeah. if, you, if you don't have good stuff to fill it with. That's, that's not a criticism. They and I really they, think they've really put a lot of effort into the stuff that's not just beer as well as in like yep. cider yeah the ciders but then like the the entertainment aspect of yeah. it and prof, prof pills and curly um sort of ramped their stuff up mm-hmm. this year and you guys doing your tours around the place yeah that was, it was good fun it was pretty hectic but it, yeah, yeah, yeah that was really good um yeah and i you know it was funny because everyone all gabs go oh what's your favorite beers i'm like oh i haven't been to container bars i haven't tried anything but then i sort of actually sat down and actually looked at all the beers from the containers that i Tried and, and actually probably tried about half of them. Lot, yeah. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, I haven't had any beers. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I'm just in the stands. Like, yeah. But um, uh, so I did. I, I went straight for the keg tables. Did you have all of them? Or? Um, I had everything I wanted to. Yeah, yeah. So one of the good things, I mean, I didn't, I didn't do Melbourne as I said this this year. I did last year. But I don't think you did Melbourne. Well, I was actually able to. It. I was actually able to look through people's, you know, 
check-ins from Melbourne and pick out the ones that everybody said they really liked. Yeah. So I felt like I got all of the good stuff without having to deal with the dross that you yeah. have to if you try and drink everything, right? So Was there any complete scratchings coming into this year? I don't think so. There was one scratched beer that the, I saw. Was it the Pikes? Yeah, Pikes Cherry Creek. Yeah, because yeah. there was points where that was on in Melbourne. Oh, okay, and so then, in Melbourne that was on. Okay, but, but I Sydney... think I think it might have been a pouring issue. I, don't, I didn't actually ask, but we're, we're getting told. I'm getting the the shake of the head by the producer. Yeah, um, saying that uh, there were no scratchings, no complete scratchings. I definitely did walk past a couple of times yeah. and see the scratch sticker on that. Yeah, Pikes yeah it was. Beer, but I think it was more of a pouring issue. The, I think a... the um, I think Bacchus a couple of sessions would sell out, um, and they'd scratch it because of that. Because they they can't obviously, yeah. but they have sold, sold out stickers and scratch stickers. They have two different yeah, stickers. Yeah, true, true. So what? Um, did that, so speaking of backers, then they sold out and they, they and they, they won. won. I didn't actually try the. I didn't neither did I. It. So yeah. we're I'm, the worst beer <laughs> podcast. Okay. Um, no, I mean I, I think we talked. We probably talked about it. I'm sure we've talked about it off mic, but on mic about the fact that I was. I think I said, "Can we please just not have a fucking another sweet stout?" Win this year. I mean, it wasn't and sweet stout. No, it but was it's like sweet. Fucking very, very close yeah, to it. It, it, was, it yeah. was very sweet. Um, um, very sweet. Well, that's like. So actually, we've got. Uh, it'll it'll probably air after this because I need to edit it, and it, it sounds like shit. Um, but I did a few interviews around Gabs, drunk and loud interviews. You were pretty um, drunk. Yeah, I was pretty drunk. Yeah. I asked uh, a couple of people three questions. The first was, "What's your What's your Gabs beer this year, and why is it the perfect dessert beer?" Regardless of what they brewed, um, because I think that was that's a big trend that Gabs is seeing. Because I think I think Stephen Guy need to make a rule that no no more dessert beers. Oh, no, They're not going to do that though. No, they won't. No, 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 <laughs> people love them. We we don't like them. Well, we do. We we don't mind them. But like, people like them, right? Yeah, people I, like sweet things. I'm sugar's, say, I like sugar's them. Tasty. I like them. I mean, I don't like loads of them all, no. all, all in a row. I'd rather there wasn't so many of them. But I do like them when they're done well. I think they're yeah. done really well. There was a pavlova one this year that I thought tasted there pretty was two good. Pavlova yeah, yeah, there, there were, the yeah. passion fruit one was really good. I can't remember who that yeah. was by now. Um, but you know, there was some good stuff there. And if it's done well, then it, it is really good. Yeah. But I just like I say, I think you don't want paddles full of sweet beers, do you? There wasn't a lot of beers that I thought were absolutely. Disgusting. No, um, I'll go there was one I can think of, but I, I won't say it on the nah. podcast. I think I had one or two which I weren't great, but it was there's one which I couldn't drink. There a was of. there was it no was, umami monsters this year. Oh, <laughs> like, I thought there was one that was worse than that, but I, you didn't have it. Um, again, I, I I won't say it because it, oh, actually, no, you want? Oh, fuck it, I will say it. Everyone's had it. It's probably all out there anyway. Because like, it's um, it's the little creatures one, the Gosa. It was gross. It was. I didn't think. I yeah, I was like, I, I don't want to. But they're fucking lying, Nathan. Now, so yeah. I don't care. I didn't. I what do we now? Yeah. Like, yeah. well, they have been for a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, that wasn't one of the ones that was rated well in Melbourne, so therefore I didn't. A have non-festival it. beer that I really liked, and I had it um, in, a, in Cookie Bar as well, is the White Rabbit Flanders Red Ale. Okay. Yeah, I had some of that. Really, really good. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I like yeah. that. Um, they're bottling that in seven fifty ml bottles, which is and, yeah. amazing. Yeah, that's really cool. So. Um, um, should we just talk about what our like favorite beers of the festival were? Not necessarily like Kegtainer beers, yeah. but um, yep. yeah. Uh, for me, well, my favorite Kegtainer beer and the one that I voted for People's Choice was the Foghorn um, Riz. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was really I th- good. I thought it was excellent. Sean's one of the guys I interviewed. Really yeah. good. Um, Sean sure was having a great time. Yeah, as well. yeah. He was loving it. Yeah. And, that, and that one actually stood stood head and shoulders above anything else I had. Actually, it was easily the best beer I had. I think. Annoyingly, the beer that I've I didn't actually vote because I didn't even. Have- to vote, but 
the beer I would have voted for, and probably my favourite beer is the brewery that's at, like literally two minutes walk from here. This is <laughs> yeah. the Waywards. It's so good. That was no, really good. Really well. good. It's really good beer. Really, really, really and I've heard with. lots of people say the same thing as well. Mm-hmm. Actually, that was... I didn't want, didn't want to have to go to Melbourne to drink a whole bunch of Waywards, yeah. but I did because it's such a good beer. Yeah, but yeah, um, I drank I th- a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, my my favourite beer is a beer we're going to have a bit a little bit later on the podcast. Um, yeah. I, I I fell in love with it. Like I, it, it's one of those you know those moments when you have a beer and you're just like I love this beer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the mismatched Negroni IPA. It just it is it, to me. It's perfection. I, yeah. What was your like um, unexpectedly amazing beer? Beer that from Ooh. a brewery that you didn't think would very you know you didn't really think great things about or that was your, your big surprise beer. Uh, that's a good question. No, oh, is it, that give is me, a good give question. Me a to think. Uh, I probably had. I probably had something. I thought the um, um one and it's not that I didn't think it was going to be good. I thought the um, Illawarra Black IPA was really good. And I, I yeah. yeah. Both thought, Illawarra beers were yeah, yeah. really fun. And the other one the, was the, the Foghorn um, ESB, was it? E-E-S, extra, extra, extra. extra. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was real. Because I yeah. hadn't had any Foghorn beers. So I thought no, that was fantastic. The other one we had on our stand, which was um, went really well. Did you guys try the, the Bucket Boys beer? No. The, oh, I think I might have tried it. Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. So Bucket Boys is a new, new bottle, bottle shop. shop that's going to be a craft beer bottle shop right. in Marrickville. Um, it's John from... Ex, who used to be ex bar manager at uh, Batch. Yep. Uh, him and and a couple other guys starting a bottle shop in Marrickville, That's and cool. they're brewing. They're going to be brewing like seasonal beers for the bottle shop for Growler right. Fields. And so they, this was uh, Gabs was sort of their launch, and they brewed a, a red stout, no, which um, in Sydney they were pouring straight and on and on nitro. And nitro, yeah. And it was yeah, it was really because we know how you feel about so, nitro. Oh, right? I'm sure the straight version was great. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, that, a lot of people that got a lot of really good response. Yeah, yeah. No, it was it's really, really good. Tasty. I don't think there was any that I expected not to like that that I ended up liking, but there was ones I had no expectation of because I knew very little about the brewery. And yeah. Croucher was one of them. They did a Black Forest Sour. Oh, okay, and that was really nice. Croucher's um, one of those breweries that I, I haven't seen around. I haven't seen around, but they. I used to. I used to drink a lot. I used to buy a lot of their beers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And their Pilsner is still yeah. one of the best lagers I've ever had. I think my unexpected beer was um, the Madura, the Madura Festival. Okay. Beer. Did you try that one? No, I, don't, I didn't. You're no. going to have to bring it up because I think the idea is it's like a post-apocalyptic IPA. And so I think it was the idea is it was using not normal ingredients and it was like a bit of a global warming thing. Because like, you know there's this worry about how at one point we're not going to be able to make beer because we're not going to have grains, we're not going to have hops. And so it was all like alternative ingredients. Substitution IPA. Yes. Oh, I, I did try that. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't. The future. Kidding. Ingredients are overfarmed, and global warming has ruined crops. What will IPAs look like? Potato for malt, pink grapefruit for hops. Find out how it will taste. That's really cool. It I love that. It was a really top-notch IPA. It was really good. I'm going to say I reckon I did throw a bit of hop and hops, actual hops in there as well, but it was really fucking nice. And that was a beer, just randomly someone had a paddle, I was like, oh, try this. I'm like, oh, that's a nice IPA, what's that? And then they read out what it was. I was like, holy shit, that's actually really good. So that was one for me that I, I would never have gone up and picked that beer, but um, it was really, really good beer. Oh, cool. Um, did anyone yeah, did, it, did anyone go to the cider bar? Did anyone have any cider? Yes, I had a couple. Yeah. yeah. What, what was your What was your pick? I had the um, I didn't go to the cider bar, but I had the Willie Smith Wild Cider at their stall, the, the, which I thought was yeah. great. Um, I was actually speaking to the head cider maker. I don't think it was head cider maker, but the dude there who had the massive fuck the off beard. beard. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I was having a chat to him about Jimmy, I think about some of the stuff they're doing, and um, I. Actually, from having a chat with him, I'm going to, in the next couple of months, go down to yeah, pay him a visit. Let me know if you do. Sound like some doing some really I would love to visit Willie Smith's. I, I love I love their cider. We have it all, on tap all the time at the Albert. 
We've got their mulled cider on at the moment, and it's you know it's, it's just it it's was the normal cider. Was, spice, was it World Cider Day yesterday? It was. Yeah. Um, we were doing specials. Uh, the welcome had five dollar five dollar Willie Smith. So did we, yeah, yeah. Five dollar mulled cider. I drank same, same for us. Yeah, yeah. Quite a fair bit of it. Yeah. How good is it? Yeah. When I finish um, work, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mick poured a bottle of rum into ours. <laughs> so good. <laughs> that's just pirate juice. That's not mulled cider. So good. Um, Other brewery stands of note, I think. Feral were worthy of a mention with uh, uh, with their barrel. Yeah, job. absolutely. I agree. I think they did a great job. And that actually wasn't a feral concept. That was a concept that Guy and Steve Guy and Steve, and they brought, went to feral. Went to yeah. feral last year. Um, if you want to hear more about that, I think the Ale of Time podcast talk about with it. Will, a bit. Yeah. With Will, yeah, we will. Yeah, it was a good, really good podcast that they yeah. recorded. Cool. Actually, I, yeah, I got to meet Will in Melbourne, and he's a, a top bloke. Yeah, nice. Next time he's in town, I would love to get him. I'm not just a steal from Ale of Time, but he was actually really, really good, interesting guy to have a yeah, chat yeah, with. Yeah, so, definitely. Um, yeah, we'll definitely try and do that. Um, um, yeah, the, yeah, the feral stand was really good. Um, um, my breakfast cocktail of choice was a fifty-fifty watermelon warhead and fifty and Funkin' Cat. Oh, yum! Which was really, really good. I heard rumors of um, Winston with Barocca in it as well. Yeah, as the a... beer rockers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> beer rockers. Great. Yeah, there was a couple of breakfast beers every morning. Actually. Yeah, um, we're, we're, we're trying to talk them into making that their Gabs beer next year. <laughs> beer rocker. Yeah. yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, I thought the uh, Pink Boots stand was awesome. Oh, I didn't um, go over there. When, I, when over. I had a chat to Sam, um, she was she was having fun. Uh, they had the their three ghosts, I think. Um, so they had a finger lime gosa. As I said, I, I said it earlier. Finger lime this year is going off. Big trend. It's <laughs> the same beer you had last time. You can't finger say it's going gosa. off. No, it's not. Absolutely not time. true. There's multiple finger lime beers. Two. Nomad. Um, uh, uh, two birds type EA has finger lime in it. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's many. There's, there's there's more and more finger limes going off, mate. There was two. Freddie got finger limes at, at Gavs. Were they? Yeah. Okay. James Squires had a. Oh, did they? A Thai IPA. No, I did ignore. They that. didn't have the the marketing announce to put it call yeah, it yeah. a Thai IPA. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thai IPA. Yeah. Hmm. No, I actually get along with a lot of those guys. So yeah, I, yeah. No, I, I, so I, I, I know. Was, I was hanging out there stand in Melbourne, and just, we're like, we're like, because they had a like, literally above their brewery right yeah. now. It's you know, like, I was hanging out with those guys in Melbourne. One because they're really nice guys, and two, they just had hunks of massive, really nice cheese at oh, their, right. at oh, their yeah. stand. So that's a good marketing yeah. ploy. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so I thought the pink boots one. They had the. Um, I didn't. I don't think I have to try the pink boot ones. I did have the two birds festival beer. The, yeah, the um, jam donut. Oh, that was a strawberries and cream. No, jam oh, that, donut that was, was two birds. They're two uh, pink strawberries boots. and cream was a pink boots um, uh, festival, festival beer. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. and that was really nice. Yeah, that yeah. was good. So that was another dessert beer that I thought was actually pretty quite good. You can make good dessert. That beer. was the only dessert beer I had at the yeah, whole yeah. festival. Do you know beer. what? I thought there were as many coffee beers. In the, there, were, there, were there, there, was there was a lot of coffee. There was a lot of bread. There was a lot of bread and a lot, a lot of, coffee. of coffee. I thought the Newstead um, was. It, I can't believe it's not a dessert beer. Yeah, yeah. Which again, on point. That yeah. is such a good name. And I thought it was a really good beer. It was intense. It was it big, was very nice. Um, but it was really tasty. It, it had a lot of things going on, but it did a good job to bring them together. I'd like to have that again. Actually, I'd like, I'd like um, my runner-up beer was actually. Uh, I, was, I, was, I didn't say it because I thought one of you guys would have mentioned it. Was the eight wide hop sour? Yeah, mm-hmm. which is really fucking good as well. Yeah, I, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't too sure about that. I was yeah. getting some funny soapy flavors mm, okay. when I had it on the Friday night, but I yeah. don't know. But I know a lot of other people were raving about it, so I don't know. Maybe I just. I don't know. The thing with the Gabs, it's all about the timing of where your palate yeah, is and right. where you had yeah, it. And what you've had five beers before it, yeah. and like yeah. I actually, I think I checked in one beer at Gabs and it's untapped because mm. I checked that one beer and it was the Little Creatures Gozer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you negative Nancy, yeah, right? Uh, and then, the then after that, that day, yeah. then after that, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to check anything else in because. 
it was not fair to the the no, ratings. I, I, I totally agree. Um, but having said that, though, Tap House yesterday did something where they took the best rated beers from Untapped, untapped yeah. and they put mm-hmm. them all on Untapped. And some of the beers in that list were yeah. one of the ones, some of the ones that I thought were Absolutely. the best there as well. Do you guys, so, I, I, I didn't... think overall it's got to even itself out because mm. yeah, um, yeah um, well, there was one night in Melbourne where um, we actually are sitting with a whole bunch of brewers and we're having uh, some post scabs beers and we're just going through and reading untapped, untapped comments. From, yes, yeah, it was. There were some great ones. Because the guys from Bucket Boys, because it was their first beer, their first release, yep. their first festival. So they were like every five minutes checking it. They were like hunt- wanting to find certain people who'd made <laughs> comments. But there was a great one. It was something along the lines of, this beer is totally amazing. Just finished it. Going back for a second. One and a half stars. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, we've got another beer in front of us. Um, this is a Gabs beer. Uh, this is the Funk Estate Jungle Boogie Blood Orange Sour. Was it a festival? It was, I believe all, it was. Are they all festival beers? Yeah. Um, no. Five of them are. They are all festival beers. Five of them from this year. Uh, one from 2014. Two years ago. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we are um, ringing. We're talking about. I picked up the Gabs. The hashtag Gabs 2016 Festival Beer Variety Pack. Do you have to call it hashtag? It Gabs. says it on there. I'm just reading out the. Yeah, I don't like see, that. See, it says it there as well. Hashtag Gabs 2016 mm. Festival Beer Variety Pack Limited Edition. Um, six pack from Dan Murphy's the other day. It was, um, yeah, I saw it. I mostly bought it because it's got a bottle of Negroni IPA in it. Um, <laughs> Did you? I'm surprised you didn't open up six of them and just make yourself a six pack of Negroni <laughs> yeah, IPA. I so <laughs> should have. They wouldn't have known as well. <laughs> oh, mate, that would have been great. Oh, I'm, 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 and, but also illegal. Kicking myself. <laughs> <laughs> How pissy would you be if you bought that and you were like after Tom? Nick to Negroni IPA. Uh, you had two tacos or something. Nothing against tacos. No, tacos like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so in this beer, you get the um, Bridge Road Creek, um, the Edge Brewing Edge Cuvee, Funk Estate Jungle Boogie, which we're drinking right now. I'm saying boogie weird. Boogie. 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 Why am I saying boogie? Jungle Boogie. Jungle Boogie. Um, you get the Temple uh, Rapture, which is the Belgian Triple, and you get the Two Birds Taco from a few years ago. Apparently, they had a different beer planned, but there was a... Logistics problem. Yeah. A marketing problem. Um, and uh, you also get uh, Mismatch Negroni IPA, which was the beer of the festival. Yeah, the cool thing is, out of all of those, the only one I actually tried was Negroni IPA. Yeah. So, I, like, not that I'd... So, what do we think of this one, then? Movies, but... This is tasty. So, Jungle Boogie... Uh... Blood orange sour. So I don't got, get a lot of blood orange. It's also got passion fruit and lemon, which I, I get do more. Get, I do get a lot of passion fruit and, and lemon. lemon. I don't yeah. get a lot of blood orange. But I, I really like Funk Estate. And yeah, that's, yeah. I think this is the first time we've actually been able to properly buy a bottle of Funk Estate. Other Australia. than the Docs collab, right? I think. Yeah. 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 I think this is great. I think this is better than their festival beer last year. What did they do last year? Oh. Top of your head. It was. I remember a few years ago they had a great festival beer. Um, it was the first time I heard of them. Uh, it was yeah. one of my faves. First but... time I had F- Funk Estate was a few years ago at the Geesty Boys takeover of the upstairs at Catfish. Yeah, that that would have been it. Mm. So last year was the Afrogate, Afrogato, Afrogato. Okay, yes. yeah, Russian yeah. Imperial Stout. Okay, that's not the one I was thinking of. Must have yeah. been the year so before. It's an Afrogato based beer. <laughs> yeah, <fair enough. laughs> that, that sounds kind of cool. I've... Yeah, another dessert beer. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag. Dessert beer, 2016. Hashtag Gabs let it go. <laughs> um, this is a, a good sour. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a really tasty sour. It's not. It's still sour. It's not super fruity, but there is some really cool fruity yeah. um, flavours in it. I, I do like it a lot. I was a bit um, 
I wasn't really sold on the the festival six pack when they announced it because you didn't actually know what was going to be. Yeah, there. yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, fair go. Here, what's this? It'll be, be like, like the James Guys and Stone the and Wood Stone and Wood. Yeah, but um, and nothing against Stone and Wood. And any of those. Oh, you can say something against James Squires, but they're nice guys. But yeah, they're not. They're, they're yeah. nice guys. Um, sure. But it's actually a really, really interesting six pack. Yeah, they've done it actually. Really and there's good a bunch of sours, too. and there's a you know, um, yeah, there's like three sours in there. Yeah, That's and really if, cool. if I was a, just a general, not a crappy person who went to Gabs and for one of the first times and went to damn movies, I'd. I think it's it awesome. Yeah, I think Mate, it's really as good. someone who's been to what like four or five, four Gabs, I think. Um, and I was in Dan Murphy's just... Uh, what were you doing in Dan Murphy's? It's next to the Woolies, and I was just picking some stuff What were you doing Woolies? at Woolies? <laughs> um, I was buying deodorant, I think, because I'd just been at the gym. So <laughs> I was like, the, 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 the Woolies is like between the gym and, and home. So I like, walked down the hill to Woolies, get some stuff, and then walk up the hill. And Dan was there, and I was just like seeing if there was any good like cheap bottles of whiskey or anything that was nice or um, anything like that. And uh, I saw the six-pack, and I was like, how much I was, was also it? looking for grape, grapefruit sculpin, um, which the, the, my mm. dance didn't have. Um, How much was a six pack? Thirty bucks for that. That's pretty good. Thirty bucks for that, I think, is, 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 is very good. It's yeah. good value. Like yeah. you get, you're paying five bucks for six good beers. Yeah, you know, that's I'm, I'm happy to pay it. And again, I get Negroni IPA. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Don't you have that on tap? I do, oh, and I've drunk a lot of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Um, I, I also have Negronis on tap as well, which is, you know. And IPAs. Yeah. Yeah. What did you guys make That's of the... a good the, idea. Uh, I like that. What did you make of the card payment system at Gabs this year rather than all those um, silly tokens? From someone Google? on both sides of it, someone who actually had one yeah. of the machines to, to accept payments, um, so much better than tokens. Yep. So much better than tokens. But the other thing is, it is kind of designed to make you forget about how much you're spending. Yeah. That's That's the, you know... Which is fair enough. I was actually having a chat to Guy and never really got some ideas. At yeah, he wants, I think he wants year. to do wristbands, online top-ups, yeah. so you don't have to that queue was, up. That was so good. the idea is through the app, you'll be able to check your balance yeah. and top-up as you're going. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and, and that developer in the room is having a heart attack. <laughs> oh, <okay. Yeah>. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I think it worked really well. As a stand holder who had 11 different breweries in their stand, it was a mm. bit of a pain in the ass. Yeah. But, um, I only but the system actually worked really well. Yeah, yeah. I, I, um, I was a big fan of it in, in whole, as a whole, but there was one, one point where it was an issue because the, the people behind the containers would always take your money first before they poured out the beer. So I had this mm. one instance where they did that and as they were pouring the beer, one of them had gone off, right? So I then had to try and find another one. To yeah, have they could have refunded that. Oh, could they? Yeah, okay, I didn't yeah they can refund. They can okay. refund the last. Um, yeah, anyway. Which is interesting because like everyone else I saw was just literally like pouring the beer and then going to charge it. And then when people had their money, they're like, oh, fuck it, just take it. And yeah. like, yeah. So, yeah. Um, no, they, the system works really, really well. Yep. I think the issue was more about people trying to get their refunds, and there was like people for like forty-five minutes in Melbourne, oh, quite same some time afterwards, lining up outside to try and get their money well, back. Didn't they actually stop you getting refunds? No, they didn't. What what they did is they stopped you getting refunds inside right. the thing because they're only licensed to a certain point, so they actually have to kick you out. Right. Um, and then you could still get refunds, but you'd have to do them from the box office outside, and then you. You know, Sydney, it was raining, it was shit. You know, yeah. you'd be standing outside waiting for this box office. Um, and, uh, yeah, th- there's actually... Um, there's a post on CBC, I think, um, where someone was saying he had 120 bucks that he didn't get refunded. First of all, I don't know why he got 120 bucks at the end of Gab's yeah. whatever. Um, he did. Um, 
and uh, Guy, I think, jumped into the thread and, and was, you know, actually, I think the my favourite thing about Gabs is that Guy and Steve are so good at uh, tweaking it in a good way, like mm-hmm. fixing it. They see a problem, they make it better. They see a problem, they make it better. And that's, how, that's why Gabs is so good is because you look at like even um, session to session, like there was a session where they had really long lines at the container bars and then they next session they'd split it up into sections so you didn't have those long lines and they you know they just they're very good at iterating like was that, that this year no no years ago this was yeah. years ago yeah. um uh and so guy like to his credit he was on the on the cbc thread and just like talking to this guy being like um we'll figure something out we'll get you money back but let's talk about like how do you think we can do this better next year and yeah. And talking about like online refunds, all that stuff, like online charging and refunds. And- I think having to pay the two dollars for the card is a bit of a fucking cop out, and that's not that's not a Gabs thing. That's the that's the, the glow um, net yeah, that's the. And then having these big buckets as you walk out the door, going, "Oh, just give us your cards back, and we'll just keep those two dollars." So if they keep, say, seventy percent of the people that got a card, was it six thousand people? Yeah, seventy percent of those they keep two dollars of for what? Yeah. For something that they're getting, they're getting paid to to bring into the festival, yeah. and they're probably getting yeah. some sort of cut. I thought that was a bit cheeky. Yeah, I think I think that was a bit cheeky. Um, but yeah, look, you know what? It, it's a again, new system. Exactly. And it, I think overall, it actually worked really, really no, well. I, I agree. Um, yeah. So, and and you just know, like, I think we can trust uh, Gabs on this that next year will be it will be better. That's it. Like the, the that payment system will just be a little bit more polished next year. Yeah, I was talking to Guy about it, the setting up for Sydney. They already yeah, yeah. made up their minds what they're doing for next year about it. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like they, they, they're, and they're very good at that. And I think that's where, that's one of their yeah. biggest strengths for Gabs is their ability to iterate in a, in a really good way. Um, yeah. And I, I love that about Gabs. Every Gabs I go to is better than the last. Yeah, I agree. Because um, they, yeah. they work on making it so. Yeah. Like they, they put in effort for that. So props to them for that. Yeah. Food-wise, I thought the food that I had was good. Um, I don't think there was enough of it. I don't think there were enough food stands in Sydney. Um, and they off, didn't all run out at like on, an hour into the second on the session. Friday night. They did. Did they, they? Well, they ran out sort of halfway through the evening. Um, Not so, all. Of, no. Well, the some one, of them did. Some the ones did. I went to did. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I don't know, I don't know about them, Saturday. Still, I, again, they they underestimated their food, and a lot of them on Friday were selling the stock they'd prepped for Saturday. Yeah. So I, yeah, that's why I was surprised you said people were running out on Friday because I knew a lot of them I spoke to on Friday night were like, yeah, well, we're going to run out tomorrow because we haven't. We can't do enough prep, mm. but um, all oh, the food was great though. Good yeah, quality, food right. was tasty. Saw some people on some hashtag social aspects paying it out. I thought the food was really good. Yeah, um, yeah, good offering. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a bit pricey, but it's a festival. Like, I don't think you can. Complain but the thing about is, that. all those ones that are food trucks, you go to any other food it's truck the same thing, price. and they like food yeah. trucks are just expensive. It's yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, I agree. But um, uh, I didn't eat pizzas from um, what's the, the pizza truck? Whichever uh, it was. Fuck, what's their name? Um, yeah, but I've had their, their food before. It yeah. was really good. Yeah, cool. Um, Chrissy's Cuts. Chrissy's was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the sausages was really I good. had the fried chicken from Three Blue Ducks, so which I. was really that good. That was great. Um, and I had the brisket burger from the, from there as well. Was that good as well? Yeah, that was good. That was yeah. tasty. Nice. Yeah. My tip for, for food in Melbourne, not in Sydney, is sacrifice half an hour of your gab session and just walk to catfish. And for the yeah. same price, of a Philly. same price for anything you can get at Gabs, you can have a massive Philly cheesesteak with a bowl yeah. of fries. And well, you just do that a... in between sessions, right? Like... No, but it's really busy in between sessions. Well, like leave a bit early. Uh, well, you just like literally like you can do it in like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. And that's, what's that like one conversation you have with someone at Gabs yeah. and you can come back? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Not you. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> All right. 
But yeah, that's what I was doing. I was literally just waiting in between, like yeah, yeah. waiting for a session to start, then sneaking up to catfish. Right. I had one or two Philly cheese steaks. And you two enjoyed working there? Yeah. It I was long. It was long. I, I mean, I didn't work as much as Liam, yeah. obviously. I did one session. Yeah. Um, celebrity, celebrity shift. One of, my, one of my Gab's highlights is like every session when they're trying to clear a run out, there's always that, that three people who just think it's a complete another outrage that they can't get any more beers. And um, the highlight was oh, this in great. Sydney was, um, I think it was in between sessions. It was, it was at the end of the, um, it was in between the, the Saturday day and the Saturday night. It yeah. was at the end of the Saturday day session. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was there. So yeah, yeah we we're at that stand. This guy came up and you, like, you could see him stumbling up and like everyone's just waiting for all the, all the punters to get kicked out so they can, you know, have a cheeky beer and sit down and fucking recruit themselves. And yep. so we had like a, like six camping chairs. So we had a whole entourage of people just chilling out and this guy comes up and he's like uh what do you have from feral and i was like uh no feral's like in the complete opposite part of gavs down that way he's like no 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 no. i'm from feral what do you got for me i'm like oh you're from feral are you it's like and what do you do at feral he's like i'm a brewer i was like and what's your name that's irrelevant (laughs) he wasn't a brewer (laughs) spoiler alert (laughs) and then he walked to the very next stand and he's like what do you got from someone from Farrell? And you could just see him going down the line <laughs> to every single stand. It was pretty funny, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was great. Um, all right, well, let's t- take a break and um, and then we'll, we'll come back and uh, with our next beer, cool. uh, which I'm looking forward to. Sessionable. Okay, uh, we are back um, from our break, a brief interlude. Um, and uh, yeah, so we now have a, uh, a beer in front of us. Now, Tom might actually quite like this beer. I've heard rumours. Did you? Yeah. Did, I got that feeling. Yeah. How good is the colour? It does look very nice. Like, it's just got a really nice, like, kind of deep reddish, you know, Negroni-ish colour. And clear. It's got a bit of, like, clove on the, on the nose. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like candied orange. Yep. Um, I, when I was doing the tours, I saw it in the keg tainer. It was one of the Negroni IPAs that had little uh, slight, like little wedges of lemon. Oh, really? To go inside the glass. Oh, um, they might. Have, I don't know if little, they did that. I don't know. I can't remember which stand, which yeah, number yeah. it was. But there was a, inside the keg container. There was a little takeaway box as it said Negroni. IP, Negroni. Oh, okay. With a little they had little like orange triangle. Orange oh, it would be like um yeah, like little segments. So it could have mm-hmm. been lemon segments, but yeah. But um, I don't actually ever see one in the no, glasses. Neither. So I don't know if the staff just decided not to do it. I or... mean, I can understand that. Yeah. Um, I don't think it needs it either. Uh. Yeah, I so this beer, but it I, might not have been this one because it was like the two different beers, right? Ones, yeah, um, I think this beer is pretty much perfect. To oh, me. That's a bit of a stretch to but, me, um, like to my taste. Yeah. Like it is, it's boozy. Yeah, well, it's seven percent. It's not super boozy. Do you have any idea how they made it? Um, yeah, so it's a apparently clean base, like a, a pretty clean malt base. Um, so there's no malt. There's is that color coming from malt or is that an addition? Um, I think there's probably some color coming from malt. But so, and then they hopped it with Amarillo as the main hop. And then they blended it with a house-made bitter. So this is from Mismatch in South Australia, who are also, they have a um, distillery attached as well, I think. Or they, they have something to do with the distillery. 
Yeah. They definitely do some cool spirits and cocktails. Um, I'm not sure. Gunnery, I think, is the the one. I think. I've had their bitters, their, their vermouth and stuff like that yeah, before, yeah. and it's really nice. I think it's Gunnery is the, is the um, name. Um, I'm not sure how it all work, ties in together, yeah. but it's something to do with Hill Cider and mm-hmm. Mismatch and the They're all distillery. like one. Yeah, they've all got something to do with each other. Oh, they're all distributed together. I'm not sure yeah. how the connection works, but there is a, a relationship there yeah. for sure. So um, they, they made a like a kind of a house-made... Um, bitters basically and that's what they blended with this to get that bitter orange Campari flavour yeah um, for those who don't know a Negroni is a classic cocktail it's one part uh, Campari one part gin and one part vermouth and that's it and stirred with ice and garnished with a an orange peel twist did you get any gin? from this? not yeah. not a lot of gin um, it's mostly the main flavour is Campari like mm. that kind of that, that bitter orange yeah. hit um, to me it, it's what do you reckon, Brad? Because I don't really drink anything other than beer, um, my admission is that I've never had a Negroni before. Yeah, fair. fair play. So when I first had it at Gab's, I already struggled with it. It was a very peculiar... Very bitter, unbalanced. It's very bitter. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bitter, and not bitter in a way that um, I don't think we're used to as IPA drinkers. Like we, We're very used to hot bitterness, right? This yep. is not hot uh, bitterness. It's like an Amaro bitterness. Yeah, bitterness. Yeah. 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 But you know, having said that, I'm already coming around to it. I'm, I'm, I'm you already, don't have to say that. You no, don't no, have I am. to. You know, I am already liking it more. It does. Than I did, it but. does taste like a. It does have the elements of a Negroni, mm-hmm. or some of the elements of a Negroni. What, yeah. So what I really it's like a, about this I, beer. I would like a little bit more beer in it. Like if you gave this to me blind, I wouldn't tell you it's a beer. I'd just say it's a slightly watered down Negroni. See, I don't know. I think there is enough beer in it. And again, I I think similarly to the Bolter, um, I've got this on tap at the moment at the Albert, and I think it is amazing on tap. This this in the bottle, um, it's still really good. I'd still happily buy a case of that. Um, but I think on tap, it's just, it, it pops a bit better, but it also tastes more like a beer, funnily enough. Yeah. You, you actually do get a bit more of kind of the base IPA, a bit more of kind of that Amarillo fruitiness, like yeah. um, coming through. I think calling it an IPA is a bit of a stretch. Well, it's bitter. It's a, it's a bitter pale ale, though, yeah. isn't it? Like it's... I guess. I don't know. That's it. That's it. It's, it's, it's messing around with styles. Um, no, but they've, it's definitely got elements of the Negroni in it. Ooh, That's really good. This actually reminds me. Um, there was an article a few days, a, a few a week or two ago in Brews News um, complaining about gimmicks in beer and how they're bad for the beer industry. And I had a bit of a Twitter rant at how I disagree about You had that. a Twitter rant? No, I do not believe that. <laughs> you <laughs> got it in your social media high horse. I've had a few Twitter rants recently. Yeah. Um, I, the, so the article, the gist of the article was that... Um, Beers, like I think it was focusing on the seven cent belly button beer. <laughs> uh, these are just gimmick beers and they're actually bad for the, the image of craft beer as a whole. Uh, and that innovation should kind of come from working with uh, traditional, more traditional kind of ingredients and stuff. Um, uh, the article pointed to uh, styles like black IPAs as being innovative styles. Um, 10 years ago. Yeah. yeah and I, I took a bit of uh, umbrage at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I can see what they're trying to say. Um, I can see what they're trying to say, but I think for like me, the whales vomit beer, and for me and personally, the, the belly button beer is a little bit too far. Yeah. I I disagree. And the thing that no, but is this a personal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing? It is a personal that, thing, and that that's that what, made it yeah. a little bit too far when it was sort of like the can you pick which brewer's belly button it came from? And that was a bit, it was like, you know what? That's a little bit yeah, too that's what, that's what like, yeah, yeah. Too gross. Yeah. I mean, there's there's gimmicks, as in flavour gimmicks, which I'm all for. I'm all for all the experimentation. Like that, uh, what was that gimmicks. New Zealand one with the bull semen or something like that in? Like, that's 
that's not a flavor gimmick, is it? That's that's the other type of gimmick, right? So you could you could call an Agroni IPA a gimmicky beer. You could call a you could, you could call strawberries yep. and cream a, a gimmicky beer. Yep. But that's experimenting with flavors, as far as I'm concerned, and I'm all for that that type of you know. Gimmick, yeah, the other side of that, that is the other side of it is expanding people's horizons of what beer can taste yeah. like, and a beer doesn't have to taste. What in people's closed minded heads a beer has to yeah. taste like. But using bull semen and whale vomit and yeah. belly button yeast is well, I, not, I not about flavor. I don't think belly button yeast fits into that. I think belly button yeast is about flavor. Yeast is a big flavor component of beer, and cultivating a wild yeast from a weird spot, it can still be a different type of yeast. But they haven't flavor. cultivated it from the belly button because they like the taste of a belly button, the, the belly button no, yeast. They, they had no idea what it was going to taste like. They did it purely for the, the talking point. And exactly. And yeah. it worked. Um, so yeah, I disagree with you on that. But that's not a bad thing. That's what I'm trying but to say. But they didn't do it and go, fuck, we really like the taste of belly button yeast. This is what, this is going to be our house yeast strain. It's not what they did. No, but I'm not saying that's a bad, like what I'm saying is that, um, even those gimmicks that aren't necessarily about flavor, those aren't a bad thing for craft beer. Yes, they can be damaging. I, I disagree. They yeah. Uh, I think uh, maybe that's like, fine. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so what I'm saying is there, there seems to be this perception that marketing is a dirty word. That like if, if you're just doing do it with for marketing, but it's, no, but it is. It's all marketing. No, it's about the perception of craft and the legitimacy of craft in the mainstream society, and where we're making great inroads into making craft not a niche thing, but a, like yeah, just absolutely. an accepted thing. Certain beers like that can just take that back a couple of years. I disagree. I don't think it takes it back. I think if anything, it increases the mind share. How much? How many? Okay, I'm going to say at least once a month. I still get people asking me about the the time that VB won the Surrey yeah, and Craft Beer Award. Yeah, and that that never actually happened. No, no, no. And people still to this day think that that's actually yeah, happened because yeah. it was in the Batuta Advocate. And yes, it's like yes. You realize you read the the Australian equivalent of the Onion and believed yes, it. Yes, like, but. 99% of people who read that still to this day think that is yeah, fact. I know. And it's, is that damaging? That's damaging, but that's got nothing to do with belly button beer. I think, I think there's a similarity. I don't. Uh, well, the I, I don't know. I'm, I'm with you. I, I'm I'm on your side on this. I, I, I <laughs> yeah. think I, but I'm not I 100. Think, like, I the think thing is, gi- I can see your side of it as well. Yeah. And I, there, like, I think gimmicks, yes. gimmicks for gimmicks sake can be damaging. But gimmicks are gabs is fine because that's where it's meant to be. Yeah, like, exactly. There's a place for yeah, it and gabs yes. is the place for it. So that's why I wouldn't have a rant about it. No, exactly. But um, I don't think necessarily that a false story about VB that had nothing to do with any craft brewery um, is, is the same thing. That's not, that's not a craft brewery trying to create a talking point. That's somebody who's created a spoof article. No, it's people in mainstream media with an agenda and against craft beer. I guess. Right. Um, the, so the, the other beer that this article in Brews News, and we'll put the article in the show notes, uh, brings up is uh, not, not even just beer, the other brewery, the main brewery that I think it's focusing on is Brewdog. Yep. Um, saying beers like End of History are gimmick beers. Yeah, but when was that released? Years ago. Yeah, yeah. When's the last time Brewdog's actually done like a yeah they haven't for a long stunty time. ingredient beer for not for a long time? Uh, they do, don't they? They, they do, do still stunty do. ingredient beers pretty often. When's um, the, well, I can't think of the last one. They did the Royal Virility treatment. Yeah, but how long ago was that? That was like a year or two ago. No, it was it? like three, four years ago. Was it three, four? Yeah, four years ago. I'm yeah. getting the, getting the, the thing. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Um, they they still they still do some. Yeah. Um, I think sure the last look, sure the last thing I can think of is the Coco Psycho that had cocoa nibs in it. I'm sure if you look. Well, that's, no, not, that's not a gimmick. Though, no, that's not a gimmick. Well, I'm saying that's the last like sort of adjuncty sort of. I'm thing sure if you look through some of the recent releases, there'll be some. Well, you've yeah. got the grapefruit yeah. IPA, the Elvis juice. That's a that's a recent release. That's not a gimmick. That's that's a, that's a yeah. Yeah, well, let's save the grapefruit IPA talk for another. Not, if, this, if this is not a gimmick, then how can this I is more of a gimmick than a grapefruit IPA. Hundred percent. Yes. Hundred percent. Yeah. 
But again, what what I'm saying is that gimmick beers aren't... It's not like the only... I don't know. I don't think they're bad for craft beer. And I don't think... Can you accept the fact there's a difference between grapefruit or uh, vermouth to whale's vomit and belly button yeast? Yeah, I I can accept that. Um, I think whale's vomit to me is maybe... That is starting to go to the point... Whale's vomit and bull semen. (laughs) That's starting to go to the point where you're just literally doing it for shock. This is what I was saying about the belly button yeast. I don't think belly button yeast is just for shock. But they didn't add the yeast for its flavour... They didn't because they had no fucking idea what it was going to taste like. They added it for its shock value because people go, "Ugh, belly button yeast. Yeah, exactly oh, that's right. disgusting." It's but, better. But that's they, like, did the, they did the beard yeast, didn't yeah, they? But, as well, yeah, yeah, you broke the beard. Yeah. Oh, rogue, yeast. sorry. And you yeah. can buy that beer in Dan Murphy's. Yeah, yeah, and that's a good beer, right? But, but you're saying that, that that the the belly button yeast is different from the bull semen because one is is a, is a f- dump for flavor. What does I bull semen add to beer? Nothing. What does yeast add to beer? But what does the yeast from his ear versus the yeast from his belly button change it? Versus spontaneous fermentation. But that's it. But basically, it's why essentially... Did, why didn't they go and cultivate yeast from the rooftop of the brewery? It would have done something pretty similar. Because it's marketing. <laughs> but that's not a bad thing. I think thing. we're going around in circles. Yeah, I think we're thing. stuck in an yeah. eternal loop yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Spe- then they've, they've literally gotten... So because of that, and, and again, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, refer back to that um, Ale of a Time, time episode. Because um, they talked to the guys from um, Seven Cent yeah. on it. And they, the the um, uh, amount of press and amount of coverage they've gotten because of it is amazing. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. They have people from the US. They've been covered on like breakfast shows in the US. And like they sent beer over to the US for people to try but it. Wouldn't and... you want to be covered for the fact that you actually make really good beer, not for the fact that yeah, you did something gimmicky? The average punter doesn't, doesn't give a as, fuck when as, you make good beer. But like I've... Like, and, and growing I've, the Luke pie. Luke sent me some beers from Seven Cent... Um, in some some bottle shares and stuff like that, he's we did some trades and um, they make some really good beers. Yeah. It doesn't have to have belly button yeast or some sort of. But there's only so far so, that really good beer can get you marketing. You're wise. kind of coming at this from the perspective of all publicity is good publicity yeah, as far as craft beer is concerned. But I, I think there'd be as many people would hear that story and go, "Oh, for God's sake, belly button yeast in yeah, a beer." But they're not going to try beer. it, and that's fine. But if the amount I, of people who I do want to try, it. I would like the people to come and talk to me and ask me to be on Breakfast Radio because of something really. But they don't. Consistently good. That That's I... the thing. The breakfast radio doesn't doesn't really care. So, does it really matter? It's it's do growing you have, the pie. Do you, do you hit a certain level of? Do you get this extra badge on Untapped when you get on breakfast radio? No. Or breakfast TV or whatever. No. But there there are now more people who know the brand how Seven Cents and will look for that. How many people in the US are going to actually get to be able to buy this from Seven Cents? So what fucking difference does it make? Because it's not just in the US. It's happening in Australia as well. Can we buy seven cent now? No, we can't. So what fucking difference does it make? Because people in Melbourne can. <laughs> but people in Melbourne could buy it anyway. Yeah, but they weren't. They were, but they weren't as much. And they are doing it more now. Like that's a good thing. Looking at the thing is, is is that is that again, marketing is not a dirty word. Like there's nothing wrong with doing stuff for marketing's sake. Because you're gonna need to do stuff for marketing's sake. As more and more breweries enter the market, you're gonna need to That is one way of doing it. It's not the way. It's not, I'm not saying it's the only way, but I'm, but by by, we, but by order, you don't have to do it. I'm not saying to every brewery go out and do something stupid and wacky, but I'm saying doing it is not a bad thing. What about the way that Brewdog have done it historically, where they actually you know go down the negative route in order to get publicity? That gets a lot of. Um, what do you mean the negative route? Like, well, you know they'll they'll go after industry bodies, right? Yeah. And they'll drive a tank down, or the they'll road go or after or the the mainstream mm-hmm. breweries, and or the thing where they where they buy back lagers and smash them in the bar, yeah, like yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's a gimmick. So, but, but a lot of people have talked that down and have said that that's not 
a good way of going about promoting your business. And uh, who's the um, biggest craft brewery yeah. in the UK? Like, I'm not, yeah, it's it's worked. I'm just saying yeah. it doesn't necessarily you know win your universal approval. That's all. Anyway. Yeah, 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 look, I think we're going to have to of, agree to disagree right, on that one. Speaking of, of it's gimmicks... It's a good conversation, though, but I just don't think we got it anyway. Speaking of gimmicks, what do you guys make of what um, Moondog did uh, for their uh I think that's Gab's an attempt at a gimmick that failed miserably. <laughs> the pale lager. Yeah. Like, mate, what are you doing? <laughs> like, if you don't want to be a part of it, just don't enter a beat. I know. Like, but, do you, yeah. but do you think that, um, that spoof story actually had something to do with their choice there the what bit. was the spoof story well, the, the whole the val clouds bitter you know the surrey hills ah yeah maybe yeah yeah um <laughs> i was like the fact that even though they were pouring beers and none no single staff member or one staff member from moondog was rocked up to holy gaps yeah don't be part of it it's yeah. really simple um, I think that was an attempt at being funny, and it yeah, didn't quite come off. Yeah, I know. I don't think it because that. But it, it, it's all well and good to be funny, but if no one wants to drink your beer, then no one wants to drink your beer. I think you just answered your own question for about three minutes ago. But no, but but people <laughs> do want to drink it. That's the thing. That's that's what that's what I'm saying. People do want to drink it, and it works. Sessionable. All right. Well, that's conversations done for now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, what else has been happening in and around Sydney? Um. Well. I've been really impressed by uh, what um, Aaron at Bitterfuse has been doing. Oh, yeah. With the Fresh as Fuck event. I've, I missed most of it because of reasons that I'll be going into in a moment. But, yeah. 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 Um, I think I had every single Fresh as Fuck beer um, in the month of May. So, for those listening who aren't in Sydney, don't know the event, I'll explain the... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll explain the kind of the concept. It was a month-long event uh, at Bitterfuse, which is... We've, I think we've all separately recommended that as our recommendation in, in Sydney. It's one of the best craft beer pubs in Sydney. It's not a pub. It's a beer bar. bar. It's craft beer bars. Um, and they basically tried to have at least uh, every week at least one beer on tap that um, was tapped at the venue within 48 hours of being kegged at the brewery. Um, and then seven days after that beer being tapped or being kegged, um, they would remove the label saying it was fresh. So they basically endeavoured to have super, super fresh beer on tap all the time. At least one super fresh beer on tap throughout the month of May. Most of the time they had two on. Um, I think the first beer was... Um, uh, was it, it was the, No, it was or? the Five Barrel. Yeah, Five Barrel. Five Barrel uh, IPA. Yeah. They had Batch West Coast IPA, yeah. um, Akasha um, Fire Within and Akasha Freshwater were on. Um, uh, they had a, it, and the, I'm I'm forgetting a lot as well. I think yeah, and it's a really good. Um, I love the concept. Yeah, it's really good concept, love it as especially a concept. with somewhere like Bitterfew, who um has had a fairly big focus on imported beers yep. and imported IPAs. Yep, and they have had a lot of beers on tap that haven't always been fresh as fuck. Um, yeah. So and, and I think you, it's really good that yep. they've taken that feedback. Back processed it and then gone and done something like this and done something yeah, really really cool. Um, I actually think it's going to get picked up amongst more venues. I think. I also I think, think Aaron would probably. Aaron, I think Aaron has been a, saying he wants to just keep it as a regular thing. Yeah, and, and just should. and just try and have him on as much as possible. It's a great. But the penultimate beer was the um, Big Shed. Was that? It right? was the Big Shed Californicator IPA, and they kind of made. Can a you big... say it really fresh when it like it drove for quite a long time. It drove for fifteen hours. Yeah, like that's not really about as fresh as you can get it though. Yeah, isn't no, it? In Sydney, it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's being facetious. Yeah, um, I was lucky. I was I was at bit a few when it arrived, so I got the first schooner. 
I uh, think there's a cheesy video of me on Facebook drinking the first schooner, like the, literally the one he poured through, and it was so really still good. had line cleaner in it. <laughs> no, nah, nah, it, was, it was just after that, like the you know the one from the from the water yeah. to the yeah, and it was uh, tasting really good. It's a and, good beer. Yeah, and I think what this does as well is it kind of tells beer punters that fresh is better, not by just telling them. It's like, hey, fresh is better, but you, when you just say those words, people don't necessarily take it up. When they drink the beer, they're actually like, wow, this tastes better than last time I had this beer yeah. because it's fresh. Yep. Like, And it shows the difference. It makes a clear difference. Yep. Um, there was a comment on social media. Uh, someone wanted to age a keg of Pirate Life um, loose lips sink ships and made me so angry. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, that beer was pretty hot. <laughs> but like you don't want to age it for like a year or two Give it a week or two You're like I actually You know what um, And mm-hmm. I You know I'm a big proponent okay. yeah, For, I know, yeah. for fresh yeah. beer And yeah. I, I do get a bit uh, You know Beer nerdy about freshness But um, I would actually Be interested to try Like a three month old I'd be interested to try it Yeah I don't think it'd be very good after uh, three month old, maybe. If I'm going to be perfectly honest, I wasn't really impressed by that beer. I, I didn't try it. Um, yeah, and it, but like, and I'll follow up by saying that I generally don't like triple IPAs and yeah. stuff like that because I find them a bit too sweet, um, and a, bit, a bit too hot. It was Pirate Life. Uh, I, I think that three months is fine because that's actually you, you, you. You just passed peak, I think, but you're still in a good window. Yeah. But like a, a year or two, no. That's that's my problem. Anyway, that's yeah. a, that's a separate thing. But like, like you know, being the fact that I work like four days a week in a brewery mm-hmm. and I get to try fresh as fuck and beers on a on a daily basis, yeah. and then do brewery tours where I get to go to breweries and try fresh as fuck beers. Yep. Um, I do realize that I do live in a bit of a bubble where I'm quite lucky. Yeah, well, you're lucky. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the biggest disappointment of that whole month at Bit of Few was going. Oh, going in after this one in games. Going. Oh, what's the fresh as fuck beer? Oh, it's Batch West Coast IPA. I had that yesterday. Oh, I yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had that brewery fresh like every day. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah. What's a bloody hardship? I know. Yeah. Oh, so disappointing. First world craft beer problems. <laughs> yeah. uh, which and that, and again, like every single fresh as fuck beer they had on was tasting amazing. Well, last night yeah. they had the uh, juiciest, juiciest, juiciest fuck, juiciest fuck um, from Batch, yeah. which was a it's, it's a Vermont style IPA. Okay. Oh, was it? So okay. was, uh, not it's not a heavy topper clone, yeah, but yeah. it's of that style yeah, of heavy yeah. topper. So loved it. Um, big up front, not big back business. Yeah. Um, unfiltered. Um, oh yeah, I had that. Yeah, the as it was kegged. Nice. It was tasting so good. I, I really hope to see this this concept continue. It's encouraging it that yep. he's sort of made noises that it's. I mean, it's that got kegged on Friday, on. so if they had that yesterday, that's one day old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. That's what that's what Tim was saying. Yeah, chat yeah. Um, yeah. But no, if it, if it continues, that's great. I think it's going to become a selling point in, in bit of few. So the the freshest fuck beer will will probably go through quicker. We'll go through the lines yeah. quicker. I think you know other venues will probably pick up on that yep. then and they'll start focusing on freshness and sort of screaming freshness when they yep. get when they get fresh beers into and hopefully the whole scene will gravitate towards yeah. getting beers on as quickly as possible. I was talking to someone who works possible. for a, an interstate brewery today and he was saying that he's even going to start looking at maybe putting like a a little thing on their deliveries with a digital thermometer and a GPS tracker with a website where when it's getting delivered like when it's being shipped across the country you can see how cold it is where it is, how long it takes to get from A to, Z, a to, mm-hmm. a to B, you know, um, which is, that's a cool idea. Stuff like that is interesting and it's, and it's fun yeah. and it's important. Yeah, this is the next step of us just evolving as craft well, people. Yeah, for a long time. Education exactly. is the next point. 
and I think yeah, we'll cover that in a podcast coming up pretty soon. But yeah. um, but yeah. Um, I but think it's for a just long us time, getting yeah. better. We yeah. were happy in Australia because we didn't have as many local options. We were happy drinking kind of older. Well, we didn't know that that wasn't exactly. But now we do. Yeah. Now we have the local options. Now we have Waywood, which is like next door. Yeah, we have like Grifter, Batch, Akasha. Yeah. Like even just in Sydney, we have so many more options that have popped up in the last twelve months uh, to get super fresh beer, tasting good. Really good quality, yeah, yeah. And really good quality, and uh, it's it makes such a difference, and it's yeah. does yeah, I love it. I I think the the craft beer scene in Sydney is fucking awesome right now, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So there's so um, big big uh, props to Baron and the bit of Few Crew Ben yeah. as well, Ben yeah yeah Ben would have a lot of work for it, and all the all the other thing, I just all their staff are so into it. Yeah, um, which which is great. I, I really like that that bar. And we should, we should mention that as he's got a Aaron's got a new bar opening soon as well in Leichhardt. Leichhardt. So that yeah. oh, has he good. got a site now? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They've got a place. site. They're, they're setting up now. So nice. so it should be a month, a few months, I think. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a cafe uh, during the day, and so then a little bit of a t- little bar. That's going to be nice. walking yeah. distance from my house. Yeah, yeah. there'll be food, <laughs> there'll be yeah, there'll be a, you know food, food options and yeah, um, yeah. sort of. Some more mainstream type beers, but also the craftier end as well. So it should uh, it should cater to a wider wide should, audience. Yeah. Oh, that's what, and yeah. it's in a and it's in a place that's a bloody beer desert at the moment. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, which is very good. Yeah, um, yeah. And can, so you and I can go meet there for we for could, mandates. We certainly could. <laughs> <Yes>. Yeah, <laughs> I feel a bit left out. Um, so, Brad, what are we drinking? Um, we are drinking. This uh, is also really fun. So, uh, last month I went back for a. Uh, VFR, visiting friends and relatives, um, trip back to the UK. Yeah, I didn't know that was a. That's, yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know that yeah. Before. Yeah. It's, a, it's an acronym used in the travel industry. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so I was back there. One of the main things I noticed was that Brewdog is bloody everywhere. So we mentioned mm-hmm. how Brewdog have kind of won the, the, you know, with craft beer in the UK. They would have Every, taken over as one of the biggest uh, hospitality groups in the UK by now. I expect but so. Like, they've got they've got a bar in every city, in every major city yeah. in the UK now, and that's even since the last time I went back eighteen months ago. That's you know sort of yeah, changed. New, yeah. you know, I've got family in Leicester, and you know went into the centre of Leicester and went, went to the Brewdog Bar there, and you know it was great. Was people drinking, in Leicester bringing drinking. I was Brewdog? drinking Elvis Elvis juice in Leicester. <laughs> oh, mate. It was crazy, and that was actually the day that they might have won the Premier League as well. So that's wow. kind of part of the reason I went down there was to try and join in with all the celebrations. Did you bring your vodka and your Charlie? <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't. They ended up not winning it that day, so it's all a bit of an anticlimax. But anyway, um, one of the beers I discovered, and in fact, breweries that I discovered while I was back there, is this outfit called Cloudwater, um, and mm. they're a fairly new um, the packaging. Is brewery. amazing. It's really well. schmick. Yeah. Yeah. Fairly new brewery from that, Manchester, so that, from the from the northwest of England. Um, old highlight. It's so yeah. cool. I have to take some take some shots for the yeah. yeah. Show notes, it is yeah. very nice. Yeah. So this is their double IPA version three. Um, what they do is they, they they kind of do these experimental brews, put them out in limited release, um, and they've already I think um, got their recipes for version four, five, and six locked down. But this one was a fairly large release for them, um, so it was a bit more ready, easy to come by. And they were selling them in the in the Brewdog bars, so that's where I I picked them up. Nice, um, but I love it. Um, I think it's, it's awesome. possibly yeah. it's possibly the best IPA that's come out of the UK so far in in my view. Um, and there's some strong competition from the likes of Colonel and st- stuff that Brewdog have put out before as yeah. well. But this is so drinkable for nine percent. This is so drinkable. Is Colonel getting mainstream now? Um, I wouldn't say mainstream. They're uh, getting big. People are more aware of them. Um, 
they've I'm trying not to speak out of turn here but I believe they've kind of pulled back from the whole beer, Bermondsey beer mile thing so a lot of yeah. breweries um, popped up around that area and I think they've stopped being open to the public as part of that because it was all getting a bit rowdy and well what I heard because I was actually there um, while I was in Europe I went I went I did the Bermondsey beer mile yeah and uh, basically the little um, kind of area the co- like the kind of co-share area that they had a space in yep um, they were basically just they were filling it out the whole area so all the other businesses were kind of like well Getting you know shitty. so they, they 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 pulled it back from being a, a a bar as well as a cellar door to just kind of being a bit more zone, yeah yeah right um, I was I was there one of the last weekends they were open and it was packed and it was amazing it was yep. really cool I was there with Topher yeah um, and because uh, he did a bit of work for them and, and brewed by numbers and like all those other like a bunch of the breweries on that thing so it was great being with him because he just like went straight to the front of the line and just got us some beers and then you yeah. know it was good fun it was yeah. and, and that Bermondsey beer mile is amazing yeah I've st- ridiculously i've still never done it, it it's like <laughs> that is i it's um considering i'm from southeast london yeah, yeah, yeah. i've <laughs> still never been down the, the Bermondsey beer mile some point I'll, I'll get to do it it'll be closed by the time you do it yeah probably it'll be, yeah. be mcdonald's and yeah <laughs> um but, what other beers do they do uh that's a good question i haven't really researched um, much on them. This is the only beer you've had. For this men. is this is the only beer I had yep. while I was back there, and I liked it so much that I kept buying it. Um, they're quite. They're one of these breweries that are very open with what's in the beer. So yeah, I was so reading the label. It's really the cool. The label says bittering hops, a pilgrim, um, and the Roma hops being Citra, Chinook, Comet, and Mosaic, and it's Vermont yeast. So yeah, very nice. I mean, I don't think they're close to being brought over here yet but hopefully in time um we'll see some stuff coming yeah, over actually here actually kind of reminds really me of the, of the juicy as fuck i think it's actually mm. probably the same stuff similar style yeah. IPA. Just, yeah. i'm looking forward to when um those east coast the full-on east coast ipas not just the vermont ones but like you know the fully like the fruit juice um oh wow they've done a collaboration with easty boys yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, i can see that actually yeah nice um leningrad sour all right awesome yeah no i did see that on the easty boys um social media page cool yeah. So other than that, I mean, that's I didn't really get to do too much from a beer perspective. I spent quite a bit of time on my uh, friend who was a home brewer and was drinking some of some of his stuff. We did a bottle share while I was back there as well and got to try a few things. Um, but really, the, the top beers for me were the Elvis Juice, which was tasting spectacular on tap. What exactly is the style of the Elvis Juice? So it's grapefruit IPA. It's grapefruit, grapefruit IPA. IPA. It's, yeah. it's, it's almost which is the the, the the new uh, style of the week, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's almost a, a clone of. Grapefruit sculpting, sculpting all, really. Yeah. It's so it's so close have to it. Have you had the Egan grapefruit IPA? I have. Yes, it's fucking glorious. It, it is yeah. very good as well. Yeah. There is something about grapefruit IPA, which is just a mate because it just takes like one of the best flavors in an IPA, which exactly. is just grapefruit yeah. bitterness, and just like intensifies it and adds sweetness in such That's a good. Sweet. I you love know it. what? Like of the few, I mean, I haven't. I don't think I've ever had sculpin grapefruit. But like the Ecom stuff like that, it just tastes citrusy. It doesn't I can't go? That's grapefruit. I just go. That just tastes like a fucking. I think um, yeah. you should try the Elvis juice because it is grapefruit. It is. Um, yeah, it's it's, it, it's it really, really is. Yeah, but I don't I don't drink fruit dogs anymore. Yeah, they're not, wow, they're not fresh. No, yeah. no, fair enough. <laughs> Coming from a brew dog shareholder. Yeah, yeah no, I, yeah, lo- yeah. I love. Yeah, I love what they do. I love their yeah. beers, but I just haven't had a good brew dog over here for for a while. I yeah. wish I'd brought a few tinnies back with me. Actually, never mind. Well, yeah. I'll drink that. But yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mules are right because yeah. mule be- mules beers don't age. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. No. Yeah. This is this is really cool. Um, what were some other highlights from the trip? 
Uh, that's what I was saying. I mean, yeah. for, for beer wise, it was it was literally going to a couple of Brewdog bars. I had a, a big meet up with friends in um, one of the newer Brewdog bars in London. That was in Soho, which was in a real nice spot. Drank way too much Elvis juice and cloud water there, yeah. and um, they, yeah. they do a good job with their bars. I yeah. went to the um, the opening of their bar in Brussels. While yeah, I was, while I was over there. It is a shame they don't have any over here yet. I know, I and know, um, I actually distribution problem, man, it's because they well, know their it. beers don't come over here. That's in it. Good I, state. I asked. Um, I actually I had a chat to James at um, the Borefts Beer Festival in the Netherlands, and uh, I asked him, "It's like when it, when's a bar coming to Australia?" He's like, "It's too far away," you know. But they'll still send beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, know, I, know. I think that's just a. I think he's probably been asked that before, and that's their that's their stock answer. But um, into contract brewer, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, they yeah, should. That's just, they really yeah, should. Especially. I I wouldn't be surprised if we see a either a Brewdog or a Mikula bar somewhere in Australia in the next twelve months. Well, there's Mikula bars in Hong Kong, Hong Kong and, and Bangkok. Yeah, and, you know, so Mikula, I think, will do it. Um, I'd love it. Yeah, so you can't tell me it's a logistics thing because if we can get a beer to Bangkok or Hong Kong, you can get a beer to to, 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 to easy, Australia eat more easily. Like it's yeah. that's the th- uh, you know it, uh, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, but I, I I do think we'll see at least a Mikula bar in in Melbourne in the next twelve months. I hope it's not Melbourne. It shouldn't be Melbourne, but um, it will be Melbourne. Do it on the Gold Coast. <laughs> well, hey, why, just... why are you laughing? <laughs> no, I'm just saying that'd be great. Yeah. Well, mate, if you, if you can put one in Bangkok, you can put one in the Gold Coast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Of course, we want it in Sydney. I know, yeah. I know. But like, yeah, there are other, there are other good spots for it. I think Brisbane is actually probably the, the smartest choice for it. Radelaide, Radelaide is yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, or even Perth. Like, no, Sydney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No, that view was awesome. That was really cool. Sessionable. All right. Um, should we wrap up? Do you think we'll do recommendations? Yeah. Yeah. Anyone got ideas for what they want to recommend? I probably shouldn't Non-beer. recommend the Grony IPA. Can we make a rule that our recommendations are not Gabs related? Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's make that rule. I like that rule. Okay. <laughs> I've got. I've got a recommendation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, brand new bar opened in Redfern called the Noble Hops. Yeah. yeah get in first. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. In fact, as of recording, I'm not sure they've officially opened yet. But yeah. Um, but they're right. They had like a, it was like an industry launch, right? Or but they were open last night. What, they yeah. were packed. They were packed. But is it officially open or is I it? I think a... it is officially open. I just okay. don't think they had like an opening party yet. It's like. Because yeah. they, they, they had an industry event yeah, yeah. last week. I They're think. really cool guys. Yeah, really, nice. really good bar. It's, it kind of captures all of the small bar spirit of some of the other bars in the inner west. You know, we, we so comp- it's the side that was the Angry Pirate in Redfern? Yep. That's right, yeah. And my understanding is the bar manager from the Angry Pirate stayed on and this is his? That I don't know. I'm not sure about that, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not sure, but we were speaking to the... So the, we were speaking to Joe. Joe down the, there, like, yeah. in charge or one of the guys in charge and he's a really, really yeah. cool dude. Um, How many taps they got? Ten. Ten taps, which... How big is the spot? Because I never went to the Agri-Pirate. Not big. If you, have you been to the Kingston Public in yes. Newtown? It's yeah. that sort of size. Oh, that's um, a decent size. But it's, got a, bit, it's yeah. got a bit out of the back as well. Nice. Have you, you know Gasoline Pony? You've, yes. It's got that bit yeah, out of the back. Yeah, 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 so yeah. You, if you kind of imagine Kingston Public with that bit at the back. Cool. And it's kind of got that kind of feel to it as well. It's very Kingston public Gasoline Pony type. Popcorn. Uh, yeah, popcorn. Popcorn, popcorn with the most amazing, like, smoked um, paprika chipotle kind of powder on it. It, it is. Was, it was really good. It's like, it's even more Moorish than the little guys. Popcorn. I think we probably got for about six bowls, didn't I'm we? I'm sure we did more than that <laughs> as well. It's, oh, mate. And also, there's um, a pizza place opposite. Um, really good pizza. Yeah, there is. Great pizza. pizza and you can yeah. order it to the bar as well, which ah, was cool. which was really good. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, we had a good night down there, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we had um, a great night. Beer was tasting great. That's and like I say, it was a good crowd. It was just a, a really good atmosphere down there. Mm-hmm. Cool. So check them out. Tom? All right. My beer recommendation is going to be... I haven't thought about it. I've been do trying you want, to like... Do you, do you want a bit more time? Do you, yeah. Do you want to go? Yeah, cool. So I had last night a 
uh, fucking awesome beer, which I didn't even know existed. It's a double brown ale from Eakin Brewing. Nice. I think it's called Big Body Brown or something okay. along those lines. So you got it the welcome. Did you say Ekim? Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's like a eight point eight percent American brown ale. Yeah, it's a big thing. one. Yeah. Okay. Really fucking good. Actually, in general, the welcome's got some really big beers on top at the moment. I was had yeah. been away for like two weeks and came back and I was pretty, pretty The happy. Welcome's one of those places I always feel like I should go to more than I do. It's not that far away, but it's just you no know, yeah. it's a little bit awkward. It's an Uber. It's an Uber yeah. ride, yeah. Um, I am going to recommend, it's on tap a bit of few at the moment, might not be when this is out, but you can get it in cans around. The This year's batch of high-res from Six Point is fucking great. It yeah, is, I haven't, I haven't high-res before, it was a bit it was a bit too boozy, it just it, yeah. it didn't come together. This, I think they brought the booze down just a little bit. So it's not 11? I think it's 10.5. That's not high-res. Well, um, <laughs> it's so good though. Nah. It's just, it's just, it is tasting great. Because, like, I, I personally found the previous one to be, a, yeah, a bit too big. It I was, agree, so. but I think they've what they've done with this one is they've just kind of like it, it, they brought it together more, and in, and because it's canned, um, it's still like if you get cans soon, they'll still be pretty fresh, and they they are tasting really good. So that's my beer recommendation. Cool, awesome. Um, it's it's been a bit of a um, one of those uh, turning point beers. You know, we have that beer, and then kind of don't remember the rest of the night because it is a big one but um so like anything from the mad abbott family for me yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> also wooden leg that's one of them as well <laughs> fuck <laughs> dave gave me one of them at gab's and i just like i think that was where that was when the night turned that was the that was the moment he gave me three in a row oh, oh. Good. He, i didn't even tell me what it was he just took my yeah. glass filled it up and gave it to me and i was like oh what's this he's like wooden leg <laughs> and it wasn't listed as one of their beers so i was like yeah. oh well fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's also a recommendation. Wooden Legs is fantastic. How did you get home after Gabs, by the way? Um, Uber, via... We went to the townie in Newtown and oh, had a few God. more beers there. We had a young Henry something. Someone got let into the townie? Yeah. Um, uh, two out of the three of us did. Like, yeah. uh, no, three out of the four of us did, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, was, uh, it, was a, it was a big night. Fun night. Just Uber. Like, Uber's lifesaver. You know what I did after the last session of Gabs in Sydney? Drank cocktails and it was fucking amazing. That's so good. Yeah. <laughs> Where I went to the dirty drummer, the different drummer. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, we've had some good nights there. Um, <laughs> and every sip of booze that went into my mouth that was not beer just revived <laughs> it was like, me. It was just like elixir. Like, was, yeah, nice. There was a mezcal margarita and a shot of Rittenhouse waiting for me at the bar, and I was basically I. Um, People were there, and I just basically called them and said, I messaged them saying, I'm coming in hot, get ready. And so there was, there was, there was a cocktail and a nip waiting for me, and I just, it felt so fucking good not nice. to drink beer. <laughs> um, Brad, you got a non beer? Nope. Liam, you got an, I do, so. Yeah, um, I've got a non beer. Um, I've been playing a shitload of the new Doom. Yeah, is it good? Fucking epic. Nice. Yeah, yeah. If you've ever like been a Doom fan back in the day, and like that full like industrial yeah, lineage yeah. now style soundtrack and stuff like that. I was playing a bit nice. today. Just, yeah, we're getting a bit too into it. I think my my flatmates are getting a bit upset. <laughs> yeah. It's just me like yes, get on. Oh! <laughs> and like some hectic industrial music. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's pretty good. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, I uh, I've got I've got it's it's kind of a, a double recommendation. It's two podcasts. Um, I've been uh, watching a lot of footy recently, and I've uh, found two footy podcasts that I really like. Uh, one of them is called Titus in Paradise. Uh, it's very funny. It's two Melbourne um, sports writers, one of which is, is Titus O'Reilly, who's really like a funny 
He's, he, he writes great parody articles about the AFL. Um, and uh, it's, a, it's a really good podcast. They're quite funny. They're both Melbourne supporters, so there's a lot of kind of self-hating going on on the <laughs> podcast because of that. Um, but really, really good podcast. Should and the other, clarify what footy you mean? Uh, I mean AFL. This is uh, yeah. This is uh, the the you know Aussie rules, the real footy. Your footy obsessions come on fairly recently, hasn't it? You weren't you weren't a big sports nut. Um, it's it's kind Couple of years? grown. Couple like years? It's been, the last few years, it's been growing and growing. Mm. Um, I think last year while I was away, I got into it even more because I was away. I think you had to make the effort to stay. Yeah, and I did. And I woke up in the morning uh, for every Swans game. I watched them online. Um, and I think because of that and like following it all, like I got into it a bit more. And now coming back, like I'm, yeah. Now yeah. that I'm here and I've seen what it's like to be away from it, and now I'm here, I don't want to miss a moment of it. Right. Um, yeah. Well, now I'm a member and I sit next to it. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, we all we get into it. Like it's good fun. Uh, and the other podcast I do want to mention, um, it's <laughs> called Follow Sports Like a Girl. Um, it's. Uh, it doesn't sound like something you would listen to, Tom. But I really enjoy it. So it's it's two girls in Melbourne. Um, one's a. Again, this doesn't sound like something I'd listen to. One's a Collingwood supporter and one's a North Melbourne supporter. Oh, Jesus Christ. I know. Um, but despite that, it's uh, really funny, really good um, a podcast about footy. And they, they, they're they currently going through every team and rating the team's songs. like, <laughs> And how good the team... Because in, in the AFL, what's every the team highest, has a song. What's the highest rating? I think they all like the, they like the GWS song. They like the Adelaide song. They haven't gotten to Sydney yet, um, but Sydney's obviously the best song Uh you know, or get sung the most. Yeah, so. yeah. They, they all sound the same to me. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll educate you. Uh, what's the score actually? Anyway, you you won. That's all yeah. good. And all congratulations right. for actually being able to get through this podcast with that, with the TV off. Like yeah. the, the TV got turned off. I didn't realise that the TV had been turned off. No, actually, that's when Tom started talking properly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brad, do you have a non beer? No, I said no. Oh, okay, you no. just don't have one. Cool. Well, I think that's it then. Sweet. Um, before we sign off, um, you sh- we have an Instagram account now. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Do so we? I, I posted a photo during this this podcast. Okay. So it's at Sessionable Podcast. Um, uh, the photo is uh, Liam holding up the Negroni IPA with the colour. Get a photo of that. Uh, right. of that I will. I'll post yeah, that up yeah, in yeah. a, a second. Cloud water on with a so, nice, with a nice filter. So follow. People want to say cloud catcher, but that's something different. Um, yeah, it's different. Yeah. yeah. Follow yeah. us on uh, on Instagram at Sessionable Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Sessionable Pod. Pod. Yeah. I never remember that one. And, and on um, Facebook. 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 Um, to search for Sessionable on Facebook. Yeah. Um, also, if you get the chance, we'd really dig uh, hearing from you. So send us an email. Um, Does it's anyone all on ever website. get in contact with us? Uh, occasionally. We never ask them to. But actually, if you've got any questions exactly. for us. Questions for us. We'd love to have some questions on the podcast. Send them via Facebook or Twitter or email, whatever. Um, you know what was really cool? We should get back up um, when we're doing the questions with Ale all the time. We're doing the back and forth. Yeah, I like doing There's that. There's any other beer podcasts that want to like, yeah, yeah. Get, um, some, get some... So uh, we'll, let's see if we can do something like that. Yeah. Maybe even just like a, if we can set up a little thing with a bunch of beer podcasts yeah. where we pa- all like have a question we answer or something. Pass the duchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that'd be fun. Um, and uh, also, if you can, uh, if you like the podcast, just uh, head over to iTunes and just like leave a review, a rating. You know, it helps us. Uh, it means more people are going to listen. So... Or that. Cool. Yeah. I just um, followed us on Instagram. I know. I just got the notification. Yeah. Like, I'll give you the password so you can, you know, post as well. Because I, I did it because Instagram started... Because I do started, that heaps. Because <laughs> Instagram started doing... Um, you can have multiple accounts on the same app Yeah, now, I know. Which, it's... that's why I started it. Because that's why I didn't do one before. Is because I'd have to, like, sign out of mine and, you know, you know, all that. So, yeah. All right. Cool. Sweet. Until next time.